Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Sapri706. This is Community Podcast. Appreciate y'all listening. Shout out to all the new listeners out there. Appreciate y'all's uh, support and listenership. Uh, got the usual suspects. Let's uh, all introduce ourselves like uh, podcast professionals. Yes, this is Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. I'm definitely professional, and Michael Jackson is still not in my Mount Rushmore. I don't care if he just died. I don't care. He's not. I mean, his dad died. But he didn't just die. Yeah, he's been dead for like nine years, but you know, it is what it is. Dude, I'm starting to think you have no respect for the dead. Um, anyway, <laughs> everybody, Thanks. it's all Chapo. What's going on? And this week... We have somebody very special, near and dear to my heart. Now, I don't talk to that many people or have that many friends outside of, like, the two on this podcast. Um, but today, we're going to have a special guest. <laughs> so fast, bro. Uh, today, our special guest is going to be Ivan Jose. Everybody say hey to Ivan. Ivan, say hey. What up, everybody? I'm uh, really happy to be here with you guys today. Cool, cool, cool. Appreciate you coming by. All right, so this week we're going to switch it up just a little bit. You know, us at the committee, we like to pride ourselves on giving our people platforms. We like to support everybody. That's why we're big on Twitter, and we're going to be even bigger on our other social media platforms. I promise we're going to get better, especially Instagram and everything else. Nonetheless, we want to hear from you guys. <laughs> You're laughing at me because I suck at I'm Instagram just gonna, I'm just going to edit all this out because nobody cares. Yeah. We're about to get big on Twitter. You ain't ever on Twitter, yo. What are you talking Weird. about? <laughs> no, it's coming. I'm going to be more dedicated. Anyway, point of the matter is we're, we're trying to be more interactive with you guys, um, which is why we want to touch on some things that maybe it's affecting you, maybe it's affecting your loved ones, maybe you just don't know how to handle or whatever the case is. But regardless, we are now wrapping up Pride Month. So um, all the rainbow filters are probably going to be gone in the next couple days which makes me a little sad that's just me yeah. anyway with that being said i wanted to start off the show to see if you guys have any pride memories Ooh. none nobody yeah. you guys suck look at um <laughs> wait do we you're asking if we have any pride memories yeah like have you ever gone to a pride festivity or anything like that or would you if you haven't i mean uh, I have... oh go ahead Nah, I've never been to a, a Pride uh, festival. Like, everywhere I've lived, they haven't really had any of those. They just, I don't know, just where I've lived at, they haven't had any. I have been to a, uh, I guess it was, I've been to, what is that place? It's like a, uh, it's not a drag show, but it's like where, I guess it is kind of like a drag show. Like, they have, like, I guess gay men dressed as women or vice versa whatever doing dances me and my wife went there and she she went with her mom and then like told me that she had a great time and i was like all right well i'll go and i had a great time like i can't hear a certain beyonce song without thinking about a certain dancer that was there it was it was a great time i guess that's my pride memory <laughs> okay close enough close enough i'll say yeah, what yeah. about you saw breeze Um, I watched uh, okay. I watched a couple of seasons of uh, yeah, what's that show? Good with God, the, never mind. With the Gallagher's. Um, damn. <laughs> Marcus knows the show I'm talking about. Uh, the Gallagher's. I know it. Oh my God, I know the show you're talking about too. Yes. You guys are trash. Yeah. You guys are trash. Uh, yeah. Nah, I mean, Ivan, have you been to Pride? He didn't let me finish. I I would be open to going if I had some people that was down, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, El can attest this. I really don't like leave my house, so um, Facts. that is true. So, but yeah, I'm I not opposed it. to it. I feel it. I mean, oh, I, what I about watched, you? Uh, I was gonna say like Omar from The Wire is one of my favorite characters on that show. Does that count? Good Omar God. was a beast. No, El has not seen El has not seen The I Wire, so she oh, wow, wow. <laughs> So you don't even get that. Yeah, she didn't that right <laughs> I've seen um, like two episodes. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's that's hella trash. Damn, what is the trash. name of that show? Trash, trash. I'm so disappointed. Damn. I'm gonna move on. What about you, know Ivan? You you know you know I haven't. I, I mean I've I've been a Sam friend. You know been a a lot of things like that, but I haven't 
I haven't made made it out to a fire star. I really have to though. You know, I I, I gotta be with that vibe. Oh, can you plan it for next year? Can I be there with you for your first pride? Dude, I would love it. I mean, Dude. I think that's been cool, you know, and work. But uh, next year, next year's the time. Let's do it. All right. Shit, I've been the only one that's been to Pride. So I went to Pride San Francisco. That was my first Pride. I was at Castro Street, right? Or whatever. Right, Super right. lit. It was um, Castro Drive. It's been a while. That was back in like 2013, maybe. And if you guys haven't been to a Pride, you definitely got to go check it out. It's so much fun. And it's nothing but peace and love and just people yeah. embracing one another and supporting one another and celebrating one another. And it's typically hot as hell because look at the time of year. Um, so right. there's not that much clothes on. I only saw paint the naked man. Now that I think about it, that was funny. <laughs> it wasn't impressive, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's San Francisco. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> wow, yo, you have to put that on blast like that. Look, look, look. If you saw it, you would understand. Yeah, no, no. You yeah. would get it. Now with the with the Pride uh, weekends, do they have? Uh, do they have those in like uh, every state, or is it select areas? Select, right? It's it's definitely, it's definitely select. select, but it seems to be spreading and growing. Like back when I went to Pride, I want to say it was twenty thirteen, maybe twenty twelve, because it feels like a long time ago. But um, obviously, San Francisco is well known for you know the LGBTQ community and everything and the support. So they definitely represent Pride Month out there, but. It seems to be taking over. New York had their pride. This weekend, San Antonio's having pride. I've never heard of that. And I'm actually pretty surprised because Texas is a red state. So, um, you know, typically they're not as friendly to the community as one would think. But they're celebrating pride, which is awesome. To me, that means that there's growth. People are, are growing up. They're being more open-minded and supporting and loving. And that's, that's really what it's about. So over the years, it's, it's growing, which is making me excited. Yeah, that was my yeah, that was kind of my thought behind that. I was like, do they have it in like red states? I know a lot of these uh, a lot of these people have opposing views on 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 other folks. And I don't. I, I figured there'd be like some sort of pushback, but I think it's at the point now that anybody that's showing any type of discrimination or discriminatory policies against people, a lot of businesses, whether they're with it or not, you know, they're like, hey, we're not. If you're not supporting everybody, you're not being uh, equal. We're not going to bring our business to y'all. So. That's why I was like, okay, that's probably a reason why it's grown because, like, you can't really come out and say you're not with the LGBTQ community unless you're like a career politician. That's just been your stance for like 30 years. You can't change because you got to support your base and whatnot. So uh, that's pretty cool. That is kind of starting to spread, and a lot of people's views are starting to change on, on things like that. So, but I think it's more or less, and it's kind of reason that I'm that I was on the podcast. A lot of people are misinformed or uninformed or uneducated. Or just plain willfully ignorant because we all have the internet. We all have, uh, you know, you can read stuff, you look up stuff, you can find out information on things. Just people, you know, choose not to so and just be ignorant. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, today we learn a lot of things. Hopefully, uh, you know, Ivan can share a story and you know, hopefully educate people and we all we all learn stuff who's out there listening. So, I think this is the part where uh, Ivan is going to do a lot of talking. So, <laughs> Ivan, the floor is yours. I appreciate it, bro. Um, you know, thank you guys for giving me, you know, the platform to come out here and speak. Um, so I, I guess I'll start by saying, um, you know, I'm um I'm Mexican, um, twenty twenty eight ish, <laughs> and uh, I'm transgender. So just want to go ahead and get that out there. Uh, I was born a, a female, uh, lived most of my life as a female, and um, I, I think I always knew that I was different. Uh, you know, starting from a young age, you know, people will ask me and, and, you know, not everybody that's that's transgender is heterosexual. You know, you can be a transgender man and be with a man. But uh, I, I identify as hetero. Um, and so when I was young, uh, I guess I lived a lesbian lifestyle. Right. So I think it was like five. And um, I, I just knew I liked girls just like any other dude might have known. He might have liked a little girl, you know, at that time or whatever. I think the biggest difference was hearing uh, ew or, you know, that's that's not not good, you know. So uh, I lived most of my life, you know, in, in the shadows like most people do. And, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, even though I do not identify with her as a as a person, just uh, 
just like most people wouldn't identify maybe with Kanye West comments or whatever, but I don't identify mm-hmm. with her, but she did open that door, um, which I, I saw her and I was like, I do not want to be her age and come out and start living life when I'm that old. I was Interesting. Um, so I, I think that was like that final push. And it was, I think, a pivotal moment for a lot of transgender people where, yeah, we still have that problem with transgender restrooms or whatever, but at least the subject's on the table. At least, you know, people are willing to listen a little bit. Some people aren't. It's okay. You know, I'm hoping that uh, I have the patience, you know, for, for time to change. I'm okay if, if maybe it doesn't happen on my time, but I, I do want it to happen for other children. You know, I, I don't want kids going through what I went through. So thank you guys for giving me that time. Appreciate y'all. You're so formal. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know... Um, Marcus had a lot of questions, so we'll let him go first. I do, I do. I have a, and if I'm getting like too personal or too like in depth, just just let me know, and I'll I'll move off of it. I mean, we I can guess, edit it out too. So yeah, yeah. There's always that too. I guess the <laughs> the first thing I'd I'd want to know is, um, growing up, was there somebody that you looked up to or that inspired you? Like, I know, I know you mentioned like Caitlyn Jenner, but you mentioned her in a, in a light that you didn't want, really want to be like her. It was there someone else that kind of inspired you to, to go through with um, your transition? You know, um, I, I really want to say there was, unfortunately, I don't feel like, um, like there was, to be honest with you. I felt like, uh, you know, I, I knew right off the bat that I was very different. Um, but I, it just, it's just something that it wasn't, you know, I, I felt like my mom allowed for certain, um, things to fly. Like, you know, I, I used to like not wearing a shirt, just like all the other guys when I was young and, um, you know, people would call me out on it or whatever, as soon as, you know, st- things started happening. And so, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I just, I, I can't say that even though my mom was like really old school Hispanic. And I think a lot of people that have that culture mentality, that's like a no go. I'm going to beat it out of you or whatever. Um, but she did inspire me because, uh, you know, I, she was a single mother. She, she went through so much stuff and seeing her go through what she went through. I think it just, it really told me that she, no matter what I can go, what I go through or whatever, you know, there is a way out, you know, you just got to persevere and keep at it. And luckily now, you know, she's one of my biggest supporters, but you know, 10, 15 years ago, she was asking like, why me? You know, what did I do wrong? And now she sees it as, like, maybe a lesson. Like, you know, I'm still her child. I'm still, you know, the daughter that she raised. You know, I still have the same morals and ethics. But now she just discovered that I'm happier. I'm, I'm more comfortable and I'm willing to live in my own skin. And it's, it's very different. And I think she knows that. Do, do you remember the moment where that changed? Because you were saying that, you know, she was kind of, you know, why me? Why my child? What, what what happened to cause her to be like, you know what? You're still the child that I raised. I still love you. I'm going to love you regardless. Do you remember the exact moment where your mom kind of came to the other side of that? Yeah. You know, I think with a lot of, uh, a lot of parents that go through this, you know, not all, but uh, my mom was just hoping it was a face and that I would wake up and realize all of a sudden I like men. And, uh, um, Unfortunately, I wasn't so I did have a, a girl who I was deeply, deeply, madly in love with in high school. And um, she just kept Is that the one I know? Yeah, that's the one you know. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, when, when we left things, uh, I went into like a deep depression. And I think she saw that it wasn't like a, a one year kind of thing or a two year kind of thing. Like she really realized like, hey, this he loves her or at the times, you know, she, she loves her. And um, so with that, when I finally came out to her and I told her, you know, mom, gender, um, I was so surprised by her reaction. And she just looked at me and um, she told me, whatever makes you happy, live in your own skin. And I just want you to be happy. And uh, I never, I, I couldn't, with her support, I didn't care if the world was against me, you know, all I wanted, all I've ever wanted was for my mom to be proud of me. And I, I think, you know, going against the grain and, and living a life that she would have never have chosen for me, um, that's definitely one thing that I think I, I 
battled my whole life is trying to overcompensate in other areas of my life to make her proud. So hearing that from her, I think, um, I don't know if that was the exact moment that things changed, but I do know that seeing the pain that came with, you know, le- uh, being in that heartbroken relationship identified with me and my pain and realizing like, hey, this is, this is, this is here to stay. I, I, I will say that you were for sure in a blessed position to have a supportive parent because a lot of parents will say like, hey, I just want to do whatever it takes to make my kid happy. I just want to support my kid. But until, it's, yeah, it's a <laughs> lot easier. It's easy to say that until like your child says, oh, I'm gay or I'm a lesbian or I'm transgender or I'm a Jaguars right. fan or whatever. It's like, there's all these things that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like, it's like it, there's there's certain like it's parents the parents it's easy just to say something and then they 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 hit a line where you kind of it it crosses into your like it takes you out of your comfort zone because like i feel like every every month i'm reading a story about young kids getting killed by their parents because their parents think that their kid is gay and i i, I just read a story like they killed a uh like a seven-year-old boy like they, his parents, both mom and dad, killed this kid because they thought he was gay. And at that age, I don't know if you can really know if you're you're gay or not, or if you like boys, like girls. You're still you're still growing at that point. But right for your for your parents, for his parents to take his life because of that, that's just it's it's a sad state that's that we insane. live in. That that's that's you know, a possibility. It's mind blowing, but I I can't. Um, I think like I, I really feel for like I think being in the life that I've left lived, you know, it's allowed me to to kind of put myself in other people's shoes, and I can't imagine um, really being that close minded and to feel like you know this culture, or whatever you have to live this life, and your child has to be living that life that you would do that to your own child, you know. Um, my mom is by far the most loving woman that I know. And when she found out that I was uh, a lesbian at the time, you know, she said some pretty hurtful things, um, you know. And so for me to hear that from her, it doesn't surprise me, you know, that little kids are being killed or killing themselves or, you know, you, you grow up and you hear, you know, kids make fun of you if you're different. Um, your parents don't feel that proud of you. And then to top it all off, they say God doesn't love you. So you're thinking at that age, what is there for me you know and so that's some heavy stuff it is it is yeah. and so you know i i guess that's why we're all here right now because whatever our stance is on those kinds of things you know we see children that are in pain and that's not something that we all want and you know i, I think i told my mom you know i go to school every day when i was younger and i get make fun of like people used to write alien on their backpack and they were referring to me simply because I like girls in middle school, you know, kids are cruel. But I would tell her, I can I can go through all of that. But coming home and feeling like you don't love me or like you're not proud of me, that's where it all falls down to, you know? And I think that, I think really um, resonated with her when she was like, man, my child's really going through something. Yeah, this, this that is crazy that, you know, it, it is conflicting like Marcus says easier said than done in situations like that another thing I was thinking about when you were talking is in 2018 it is a good and bad time to be in the LGBTQ community because again like you said people becoming more progressive uh, being more open-minded being more uh, free thinking and more accepting and as well with like the the technology we have in 2018 like you can actually I link up with people, meet up with people that are like-minded like yourself and the people you can, you know, hang out with and build your own community, you know, and make friends and stuff like that and have relationships and whatnot. Because imagine imagine you and your body and your mindset right now and say 1950 or 1960. Well, 70s is probably not as bad. 80s probably not as bad. But, like, let's say the 50s or 60s. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, no, I feel you. All the all the depression or, or mental anguish you felt would have been multiplied times a thousand because you wouldn't have the ability to go to a pride festival or go on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook and be able to relate with people that have the same feelings and ideas and, and, and the way, and the, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't no, have that no, same, that same Avenue. You know what I'm saying? So no. it'd probably be a thousand times worse. 
I, I feel you, you know, um, I, I agree with you 1,000 times. I feel really blessed to be, you know, living the life that I'm living right now. Um, and, you know, you, you think of people like Frida Kahlo and all these people that, you know, made changes in the world. They were far beyond yeah. time. You know, they were thinking way ahead. Where I know that if I would have been back in those days, I'll be honest with you, I don't know that I would have came out. I probably would have married a man and lived a miserable life. You know, just because I, I wouldn't have wanted to disappoint my parents. And frankly, I might have been killed. You know, so Possibly. to live live right now, I, I feel blessed. I'm, I'm really grateful to be alive right now. Um, and I guess that's what we're doing right now is speaking because, you know, people like Frida Kahlo or other people stepped up and spoke. And that's that's made the difference. Definitely. Um, as far as your up, upbringing, you said that you knew pretty pretty early that you were uh, trans or lesbian. Um, how was it coming out to your friends in school? Because like, like we were saying, like kids in middle school, elementary school can be very cruel. You know, the suicide rate for kids, it seems to be rising. Right. And especially for, for, for gay children or transgender children, that's a lot harder for them. Right. So how was it for you growing up, going through that experience? And um, did you have, outside of your mother, did you have any friends that supported you or had your back? Or how was your experience in school? You know what? Um, I I'll, I went into school a lot. You know, I focused a lot on academics, books. Um, but I think I did have one friend that, you know, really made the difference. Um, she was one girl who, you know, people would bully me. And she would be like, oh, you know. I don't want to curse on your show. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but, you know. She, oh, we fucking curse yeah, all yes. the fucking all right. time. Yes, feel free. <laughs> she, she, Let it fly. She would be like, you know, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I, like, I was skinny. I was a really skinny girl at the time, and I was getting punked on by, like, girls that were two times my size, three times older than me, you know. And she she would whatever way, you know, to, to defend me and to feel that love and to uh, actually, you know, I think I was in, I wasn't in denial, I was hiding. And so she told me, people would always be like, are you gay, are you gay, are you gay? You know, that was always the question. I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. And she said, you really need to just be like, yes, and what? And I was like, at this point, you know, I got nothing to lose. So I remember saying, yes, and what? And it really threw people back. And um, I think she, she was really somebody who supported me, made me feel like I was protected to some extent. And then after that, I think I grew, I got a little bit bigger and people were scared to pick on me. People always pick on more. Um, but yeah, I did have that one friend who I think made, made a huge difference in my life. Yeah. So. Mm, how was the, how was the dating scene for you? Is yeah, it, is it. it different? Is it the same? Is it, do you feel like it's I can harder? answer that? Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> are you out here slaying it? Are you pimping? What's going on? Is it like, what is what is your experience been like? You know, I I think uh, so. Like middle school, there was like no dating, pretty much. I mean, I dated, but you know, I think what everybody does is like pretend to date, hold hands. Nothing mm -hmm. really ever happened. Yeah. Uh, out of high school, <laughs> um, and people were like experimenting, you know. So I was like, everybody's experiment. It felt really good, I guess. Um, but it wasn't really <laughs> oh, anything, so you know? that was a come up. Wait, let, let's hold on that real quick. So, because I thought, um, I was thinking earlier, so my high school, clothing high school in Orlando, Florida, it just seemed like everybody was either pregnant or gay or lesbian or just whatever. And yeah. at some point or another, I was like one of the rare few that was like, nah, I'm straight with no kids. <laughs> Nothing that there's anything wrong with any of the other, but I just felt like, the minority yeah. in my school so right. what was that like because i remember you know oh they're telling me you know my friends coming all being dramatic you know so and so and so and so are dating you know two girls i'm like fucking right, okay right. this should sound familiar to you ivan yeah. but yeah uh you know with the whole coming out and everybody expected me to be dramatic and i'm like i don't care but i also rem yeah. remember there was a point in time where it's like oh so and so is now a lesbian and I remember right. thinking, no, the fuck she's not. This bitch is going through a phase and right. whatever. So flip it for you, because you said everybody was ex experimenting, and that was kind of a bonus for you, so to speak. Would you think right. or no? 
in terms of being uh, in high school and having these girls be confused? I mean, I think, you know, everybody likes, you know, dating. I don't know that everybody likes to be the experiment, you know. Um, hmm. there, there was an upside to it, the extra attention. I think it was, you know, but uh, I think at the time I enjoyed it. I think looking back now, I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know. But, of course, in, during that time, yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was, you know. I like the extra attention. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, so I like the extra attention, the girls or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was come up to an extent, you know. Um, I I had older girls come after me. I, I did date a lot of girls, but uh, I think, um, you know, I, I think the most serious relationship I had was actually with a female that, and it's just, it goes back to the same female, you know, but um, she saw me for who I was. She was a straight female, which is bad. I think a lot of, like, lesbian girls date straight females. That's all bad. Um, but, you know, she honestly told me, hey, I got to be honest with you. When I see you, I see a guy. And I think, you know, that's maybe the way I carried Interesting. Myself. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's that's a big reason why I had such a serious thing for her, you know, is because I never had a, a girl look at me and be like, hey, I see you. I see you as the guy, you know? Because um, even though you're dating, you're, you're a lesbian, if you do not identify with the body that you're in and somebody's attracted to that body, it can re- be really off-putting, you know, and... Right. I, I think it, any any man can understand it if you know that they're all self conscious of anything of their game or whatever. Um, you know, you can understand, you know, not feeling that comfortable in that situation. So having a girl. So question. Feels- mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, but that brought up another question in terms of at that point in time, you were a woman dating a woman. Right. So when she says to you, you know, I, I'm attracted to you because you remind me of a guy. Did you already have in your heart or any idea maybe that you were transgender, that you wanted to become a guy? Did you ever talk to her about that at that point or? Uh, you know what? Like how did, how think, did that hit you? Yeah, I don't think I, I don't remember if I had spoken to her about it, but um, she when she brought it up to me, I. I don't know. I felt like for the first time I was seeing myself in, in her eyes and I was seeing what she was seeing that what I had been seeing always, you know, like for me personally, it's right. really different. But when I look in the mirror and back when I was in my female body, you know, I would look in the mirror and it would throw me off because I would forget. I would legit forget that I was a girl. So when that reflection didn't look look like what I felt, you know, it was, it was really awkward. Right. And so for this girl to tell me like, hey, I I I relate to you and I, I see the guy in you, it was just I don't know. I think it might have added to the romance or whatever, you know, but to feel like she actually yeah. saw that, you know? Um, damn. That's it, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so uh, you know, the the high school scene, it was crazy. I think um I'm definitely grateful for where I'm at right now, but I think it all helps you to grow, to realize and to be comfortable in your own skin. Um, and so I think that's somewhere where I'm at right now, you know. I think it's wild that people are uncomfortable in their own skin when they see someone else that's comfortable in their skin. I think that's the thing that really yeah, gets people upset and gets people uncomfortable because, I mean, especially now, like, like what you were saying, like in the 50s, 60s or 70s, if you were uh homosexual or, or trans or drag drag uh queen or or whatnot you could literally be like killed in the street and nobody would say anything about it and now in, in 2018 people are a little bit more open about it they're more proud about it as they should be because that's your life like literally your life affects nobody else but you so i don't it's hard for me to understand why people would hate someone that's a transgender like and the way people perceive transgenders especially when it comes to like this this bathroom bathroom bill and bathroom laws people people think that transgenders are going to start going into different bathrooms and kidnapping and raping their kids and i'm just like where where does that come from where does that thinking come from as if 
you know, regular guys aren't yep. kidnapping That's little girls. Too, like. As if regular guys aren't kidnapping <laughs> little boys. It's like, what? I was watching as if, SVU today. Okay. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever read a story about a transgender person kidnapping or raping a, a kid, but I see it all the time with, you know, straight presenting men and women kidnapping kids, raping kids. Teachers are raping their students all the time. So it's like, why are yeah. you afraid of transgenders when it's honestly the straight people that you need to be worried about when it comes to your kids' safety? You know, I, I think people are afraid of the unknown, you know? Um, we, we go back to, like, you know, the end of slavery, you know, uh, when a black man would date a white woman. It was so easy to throw, oh, he's raping, he's that, you know? It's easy to attack somebody who, who is a smaller group. You know, there's always going to be somebody who's marginalized. You know, we look at it all the time. Um, it's unfortunate. You know, I was getting into a little discussion with a guy. He didn't. He did He didn't, He has no idea I'm transgender. And he's like, Yo, yeah, I, buddy. He was like, I um, you know, that's where I draw the line. Transgender man, uh, transgender people shouldn't be allowed to go to the restroom. You know, not with my baby girl. He doesn't have a baby girl. I was like. Uh, okay, and he's, he's, like, making, he's making stuff up. Yeah, I was like, he's just making up kids. Girl. And you know, I I understand people are scared of somebody like a, a, a molester. You know, using that as an excuse to go into the restroom. Um, but here's the thing: people gotta piss, man. It's that fucking simple. People gotta go to the restroom. I cannot tell you how many times, like. Uh, I went to the restroom when I was, like, in the middle of my transition. It was an awkward face. You know what I mean? Like, I got, like, a beard, but my jaw isn't all the way out. So it's, it's looking a little weird. But I had to go, man. So I go in there with my little sister, you know, um, because I still had, like, I hadn't had my top surgery or anything. So I go in there with my little sister. And I go straight to the restroom. I go to handle my business. And I guess these two ladies, you know, they, they look back. They're like, oh, oh, my God, you know? And they like making faces. And my little sister, when I come out the restroom, she tells me. And she's so mad. She's so vividly hurt. And she's like a 13-year-old. And it, and I think that's what hurt me the most, you know, that I have to tell her. Like, you know, it's okay. It's okay, you know, because unfortunately people still think this way. And it, it's so messed up because I just got to piss, man. I'll piss in a fucking bush if I didn't get a ticket. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's well, like. That's one of the things where where you see the difference where people still are have that quote unquote innocence because she just sees you as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't she's not judging you for for your perceive for what people would perceive to be or some people was perceived to be negative or wrong or something like that. Like she just sees you as a person, just like, you know, some white people might see black people as criminals or Mexicans as rapists and thieves or whatever. But like people are people. Like you have white rapists, you have Black thieves, you have Mexican thieves, like everybody is everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's sad that people get to an age where they've been influenced by whether it's religion or politics to you know have these views. Like with the one guy you're talking to, his 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 logic made zero sense, but I'm sure it's something that he was you know saw on the news or was brainwashed or or taught in church something like that. That hey, this is wrong or you shouldn't do this, you know, and probably never ask why. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like. This, this person, like you just said, you just have to piss. Like, how am I? I'm not hurting anybody. I'm going to the bathroom. Right. It's not like it's not like transgender or LG or gay or lesbian who are just broadcasting. Like, oh yeah, I'm transgender. No, you're just a, a person going to the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's why that's why the whole bill thing never really made sense to me. It, like we just said, Makes gay no presenting sense. straight, anybody can do any type of crime. So why are we? putting a, a, a flashlight or a bright spotlight on people just trying to mind their business, live their lives. Like it doesn't make any sense. But you know, go ahead, go ahead. I think, I think it's really important, you know, like it, it you know, I, I'm Buddhist. It, that has nothing to do with anything, but I believe like, you know, the negative goes with the positive and we have to go through bad things to, to appreciate where we're at. And I think it's really important that she sees that or that people see this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because it makes you understand other people's battles more, you know? Like, for me, being in that situation, it's caused me to call myself out on my bullshit. You know what I mean? So where mm. when I start judging somebody, I really kind of, like, sit back and I'm like, okay, is this person hurting me? You know what I mean? Like, uh, a lot of people that are racist, you know, like my, my grandma. My grandma, she's, like, old school Mexican. She had never met a black person before. You know, she was, like, you know, making some uh, some negative comments. You know what I'm saying? And 
I brought her along. I've, I've introduced her to some black people, you know, and it, it really rocked her world because I think that's what makes the difference. When people shake another person's hands and they shatter all these negative ideas that you had, you know, or when you have a brother or sister come out and they're trans or, you know, all these people are what rock people's worlds and make them really rethink everything that they've ever known. Because like if, if, if Rivas hadn't known me, or if somebody hadn't known me, you might think of a transgender person and just see, like, it might be a girl who put on a mustache and it's like, I'm, you know? And, and th- there is transgender people who, who never transition, you know? Um, but they still identify. And so I, I think it's really important that we go through these kind of horrible things because it'll make us relate to other people at the end of the day, you know? Uh, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, Bruce Jenner didn't ever transition, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Or Kendall, uh, or mm. I forgot whatever. No. Yeah, she something she with a K. Right? Caitlyn. She did. Caitlyn. Yeah. yeah. So. The, huh. Fool, fool. Well, just yeah, to, that's, just to, just to go back on the back, just to go back on the bathroom thing. Trans transgenders don't molest children. Child molesters molest children. Like that's how that goes like yeah it's not it's not strictly a transgender thing it's a child molester thing like they're the ones that do that uh i I agree with you man it's uh you know and and you you think about it and it's like uh what what do we have to protect people from that you know and why why has it only become an issue now that we're hearing about transgender people to be honest with you i'll be honest with you i think it's so dumb that we have to go to the restrooms and their stalls like why am i shitting and looking at somebody else's feet you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's, <laughs> we're past that. So, like, we should have, like, everybody should be able to close the fucking stall. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we should be past that. It's that simple. Yeah. If, if, if we have these issues of these things, you know, we there's there's fixes. I mean, it might not be, I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe fix that, you know? But it might not be feasible right now. Man, they got money to train these teachers fucking karate and shit. Like, I'm pretty sure we got money stacked somewhere. That that's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, right right now, the only real visible uh, transgenders out there are Caitlyn Jenner and what's that woman's name from uh, Orange is the New Black? Orange is the New Black. I can't remember her oh, name. I'm my so life. mad. I'm forgetting Laverne, her name, but Laverne I love her. Laverne LaCox or something? Yeah, like that? that's it. Yeah. LaCroix. Yeah, yeah something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So oh, with, with, with those two. That bitch much... is transition. My God. <laughs> like, with, she what? is boom. boom. Yes. With yeah. the quickness. Yeah. With, with those two being in the in the forefront of, of things, how, how do you feel that transgenders are represented in represented by the media and in entertainment such as like movies and tv do you feel like y'all are rep- well i don't want to say like y'all like y'all are just some kind of you know separate yeah. alien race <laughs> but you know what i'm saying but do you feel like do you feel yeah. like there's a fair representation of of y'all when you when you turn on the tv or on the news or anything like that i mean i to be honest with you i don't feel there's a fair representation of black people or any of the minorities out there you know what I mean? Um, but to be honest with you, like you said, those are two people that we know of a lot. Just go under the radar. You know, if you walk past me, you might not even guess that I'm transgender. You might think that is a little weird and that's about it. You know, um, so I, I don't think there's a fair representation right now, but I do think that there is more people that we do not know of that are just mm. flying under the radar. Yeah, because I've, I've heard of... I've heard of a couple people having an issue with uh, there's a TV show. Uh, uh, trans- oh, talking about. Yeah, that show. They have oh, a, they have I was watching it earlier. Um, I got the name somewhere in here. Uh, I forgot. But the, <laughs> the, the they have the uh, yeah. The the main character is played by a like a straight straight male. And mm. he's he's supposed to be playing a, a transgender uh, uh, woman, and there was another movie, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, where they had uh, what's his name, Jared Leto play a transgender. When it comes to roles like that, do you feel like transgenders should transgender actors should get priority for those roles, or 
Because honestly, if I had to bet money on it, I would bet that they didn't even audition the transgender for that role for that movie. And I, I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair for a transgender to be represented as a transgender by someone that's not transgender. It's almost, it's almost the same thing as like, you know, having a, a black person being played by a white person or Asian person, like Asian people get it all the time where they're portrayed by white people. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's something that we see all the time. We also see, uh, you know, Hispanics being told to thicken up their accent for the show or, you know, vice versa. Um, I don't think I do think that it should go off. Of course, you know, me, if you're asking me, yeah, I think a transgender person should play that role. I think if you have a gay person, why ask a straight guy to play the gay role, you know? But then at the same time, I think it's like a double-edged sword because what if that gay guy is not gay enough? Are you going to ask, ask him to spice it up? And, you know, um, I just think like these subjects, you know, it's so hard to be that person. Um, but I do think that they should get priority. Um, you know, I just don't know how that would play out. Yeah. Well, the, I'll play devil's advocate on that because like – what do we honestly think the well first of all getting into acting and movies and tv is very difficult as it is whether it's straight gay uh presenting right. straight presenting gay lgbtq sorry for messed up the terms i'm trying to go off the top of my head yeah but also like what, what's what do you think the pool for transgender actors are like yeah. now you're now marcus is saying that you know let's say for dallas buyers club that they should have auditioned a transgender actor i think it's easier to do stuff like that with with races, for example, like when they redid uh, Ghost in the Shell and they had uh, that fine white woman in that movie, what's her name? Uh, damn. Scarlett Check- Johansson? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson instead of a, uh, a Japanese woman. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. easier to miscast, to blatantly miscast people like that or The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Like, that's, I think it's yeah. easier to make those type of mistakes, but it's kind of like, I mean, like, I don't know if any of y'all watch True Blood, but like, Mainly the mo- the main characters in that show are like uh, they're in uh, Louisiana, and they all have southern accents. Two of the main characters are definitely British in real life. You know what I'm saying? So I could easily say, okay, why don't you audition a, a person from the south, a southerner, or whatever? You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. or like with The Walking Dead, uh, Rick, he's clearly a British person. He is not southern at all, but he, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so I can see you can play both sides. So I just think honestly, maybe the maybe the pool isn't there, and also you were just saying earlier with the representation there's not too many shows that spotlight spotlight transgender characters so there's not going to be a huge need for those roles if that makes sense it's probably more like a niche thing at this point maybe in the future uh those roles will expand so there's another show that i thought you were talking about it's on lifetime about the uh the the, the little girl i am i am jazz yeah 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 you know what I'm saying? maybe more mm-hmm. shows like that'll come out and maybe they'll make like a I don't know, maybe a sitcom based on maybe her life or or people like her. But I I think at this point, there's not a huge market for that, just to play the other side. I think right now... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But I think right now the thing is, as much as the the community has a lot more light to it, and it is the, the word is spreading, if you will, you know what I mean? And people are being a lot more open... I think it's still somewhat new when it comes into transitioning into the media. Um, I don't know if we're talking about the same show, Marcus, but I double checked my notes and it's Lost in Transition. That's a show on TLC. That was more of a docuseries about a straight male um, who's married and, and all that. And he's trying to deal, sort it out with his wife and everything else. Now, I, how do I wear this? I, what I would like to see is for roles to just be roles. You know what I'm saying? Like characters just be characters. I don't want it to be where it's like a specific, hey, I, I don't want it to be where transgender people are also typecasted, if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like now you're the chosen trans person on the show, or the chosen Hispanic on the show, and make sure you get that accent super heavy and your ass is super big. Like, I don't, yeah. that's what There's I think is my, my, I'm telling your wife. Um, but it's like, she knows. that's what I don't want to see. And I think that's what, that's probably what's going to happen with the way the media works until eventually it just becomes a character. You're just a character in a movie who just so happens to be a transgender person. Like, I don't, 
I don't want to necessarily it, for it to be like a label, you know? Right. No, no, yeah, yeah, I feel you. But I mean, to to that extent, then um, you know, we should be able to see the same thing, you know, where we can have like a transgender person play a straight person or whatever, you know. I I would just like to right. be honest with you, see full representation of everybody within whatever roles, if that's the case, you know. Um, that that would just be, I think, a uh, a way to even it off even off the playing field, I think, to, to see that. But I don't think that's going to start happening, of course, until the public and us, the viewers, you know, want to see that. You know, right I, now, I don't think there's a lot of people looking for transgender shows. I don't, I don't know if people hmm. aren't looking for transgender shows, but I, I do think the public is looking for something different because if you look at, say, the movie, like uh, South Brees was talking about, uh, Ghost in the Shell, that they put a white woman in there instead of a, an Asian woman. That movie bombed. They put the uh, the Matt Damon movie, The Great Wall. That movie bombed. And yeah. now they have, when they put movies that star people of color, like like they put movies with black people, those movies tend to do numbers because people don't really see that that often. And there's another movie coming out that I'm excited to see. It's kind of, it's kind of the Asian version of Girl's Trip. Where they had, I don't know if y'all watched Fresh Off the Boat, but the mom oh, that's in that show. Oh, I know show, what you're talking about. Yeah, the yes, mom yes, that's in that I show. She's she's hella funny, and they and she's in a movie that's a predominantly Asian cast. And I'm willing to bet that that money makes more money than they suspected because it's not a typical romantic comedy with you know three white guys and three white blonde girls. Like it's something different, and I feel like. If they could get a good story, a good, you know, director, good writer for a transgender actor or actresses, that those would do. I feel like people would want to watch that stuff because, you know, three years ago, are you yeah. interested in watching a movie about a gay black guy? Most of those people would be like, no, there's no way that movie would get made and there's no way that movie would succeed. They made Moonlight and that movie won an Oscar. So there's there's things out there that people mm-hmm. they want to see something different. So I don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on the uh the the movement. The thing that needs to happen is that we need more uh you know transgenders, gay lesbian people that are writers and directors because that's that's how you end up with shows like Insecure because Issa Rae writes that show and there's not a lot of black female writers that write about black females and she's one of the few out there that's a good point so like shows that are willing to i guess rock it the whole way you know go 100 with it i think are the ones that you know do really good right like if they, they yeah. choose to write on something they're not afraid to like like for example jane the virgin they're not afraid to touch on touchy subjects you know what i, mean? I love that, jane the virgin uh, yeah i'm uh, <laughs> like it i like yeah. it you know i, I respect it <laughs> You're blushing. She's Puerto Rican, just saying. She's Puerto Rican. All right. Yeah. Um, so I have one final question for you, Ivan. I know um, we asked you a lot of questions. I don't mean to put you on spot. And well, Marcus has two questions as well. Okay, cool. So who next? But throughout all the years, a lot of my questions, as ignorant as sometimes they might come across, I just hit them up like, hey, this might sound stupid, but <laughs> whatever. So I guess my last question to you is now that you pretty much are like towards the end of your transitioning and everything, and even just now from the last time I saw you, I see a difference, which makes me excited. Um, what would you say is the hardest, what was the hardest part, at least thus far, as far as your full transition? Um, I think, you know, I've grown a lot, um, transitioning, I think like, you know, being, being in a female body and feeling like you're really not heard and transitioning over and all of a sudden the spotlight's very different how I interact with people, you know, like, because, you know, men have to carry themselves a lot differently than, than females. You know, if you shake a hand, whatever you do, whatever interaction you do, different things are expected out of a male than they are of a female and it's a different battle hmm. and I, you know i think uh i think a lot of men can relate to you know things being a little bit harder in, in different aspects and so transitioning and seeing that and understanding like learning to be not hard on myself and to also learning to be to understand that i'm man enough in my own skin like it doesn't matter um 
how far into my transition I am, you know, the fact that I feel as a person, like, if I manage to live in a female body and still know that I was a man and that I was man enough to transition, I think people can understand, like, being told you're a woman, your body screaming that you're a woman, and knowing that that is not the case, like, and really, truly identifying with that and, and, and owning it, then once you realize that, I think, um, you know, not, nothing, nothing, no matter what, can ever, you know, affect you, knowing that your validation as, a, as whatever gender you are, your manhood, does not depend at all on anybody else's perception. You know what I mean? Like, learning, like, yeah. using the same values or the same identity, like, hey, if you're a man, you should be able to do this. Well, you know, are you man enough to fucking cry? Are you man enough to stick up for your woman, even though it might seem sensitive? You know what I mean? I, I, I think those are the values that now um, I, th- I think have been hard, but I, I try to remind myself every day, like, hey, um, you didn't go and live a, a female life to just become another entitled dude. Like, you want to be that guy that that goes against the grain and speaks up and who's not afraid to, I want to get a fucking manicure, I'm going to get a damn manicure. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, there's some, there's some men that are too quote-unquote manly to wash their face like get out of here man you got that's why you got acne and you know your face is all dirty like just wash your face man uh, you no one's have, gonna judge you for you washing have, your face so you gotta gross. have a skin routine you gotta have a skin routine yeah. you got to. skincare is very important yeah. and and yeah, I, I will say is. like it's i always find it odd when people you know speak on like the l lgbt uh q community as being like soft or weak because to be able to go through the, especially the process of transitioning, you can't look at someone that's going through that process and say that they're weak, weak or soft because that's nah. not easy. And being, you know, gay or lesbian is is a lot easier than it used to be, but it's still not a cakewalk. And right. um, I was going to ask, as far as this this current administration, you kind of you're kind of like their bingo card because you're right. you're trans bruh i was getting you're, there <laughs> you're a, you're you're a buddhist which is not a christian and you're mexican, mexican so right. you kind of hit you kind of like tic-tac-toe <laughs> for them like yes I, yes how 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 has it has the rise of this administration made things more difficult for you do you feel like yeah it's considering like hard. how they're kind of making laws and stuff like that yeah, it, it's very hard to watch, you know. I think, um, I mean, I think, I think anybody who has a heart right now is cringing. It's in pain, you know, seeing these kids being torn from their mothers, um, you know, just, just, just seeing like some of the words that are being told to parents who've had their kids die in war, you know, um, it's it's disgusting to be honest with you to hear the the derogatory terms used. And we think to ourselves, we have women who are fighting right now, who leave their children behind. And you, I just, I, I think it's so embarrassing. I think people are embarrassed to have this, this man up there, you know. But um, I, I, it's really, it's really tough to watch. I wish there was more that could be done. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I just hope that. Just like Obama was up there, I hope that we get somebody else up there. I think that a lot of our laws and a lot of our Congress needs to be changed up. I think young people need to speak up. I think that we failed. I, you know, I heard a lot of young people saying, "Why vote? It doesn't matter," or you know, and, and it did matter. Um, and it and it's hurting us right now. I think um, to see the, to me personally right now, I think I'm dying inside of seeing these kids. You know, I can't. It's so hard to watch. And to feel like we can't do nothing and to feel like, you know, for military members to feel like, damn, we're, you know, and I say we, I serve, but I'm not there anymore. But to think like we fight for this country that's supposed to stick up for the smaller, right? We're supposed to, to people come here for the American dream is what we used to say, you know, what's making us Mm -hmm. different from these savage ass countries, what what is changing us when our our military members are so diverse 
so diverse, you know? I think that's why we have to wear a uniform because you look around and we all look so different from each other. And I think that's what makes America what it is, right? Um, but right now, we we just have... Uh, dude, we, we just have... We, we let the wrong people get the power. And I think it's time for, for us, the younger generation, to take it over, to put a stop to it. Yeah, it's tough, man. It makes sense. Sure. And and we we definitely appreciate your time. We definitely appreciate you being as open and honest because I feel like we've asked you like about some really personal things. Um I guess my, my last question, just to follow up on what you were saying, what is what is something that you know uh straight people or non LGBTQ people can do to kind of help out? Because I, I, I do feel like this this conversation is something that will help. I feel like if someone were to listen to this, they would, you know, it could change their view or mindset on, on things. Is there, besides doing something like this, besides having those conversations, what is something tangible that, that we could do to, to help the uh, transgender community? Um, you know, I, I, I think that's, it's a really tough question. I, I wish there was something that I could say, um, besides having these conversations, I think that, you know, I think that's key being able, like, I, I don't mind being asked questions as long as they're not like complete disrespectful, you know? Um, and I don't think you guys have that line at all or touched it. Um, but I think that that's really important. Like if you have questions, ask, you know what I mean? Ask, uh, get to know somebody. Um, you, you might be surprised. You might be surprised by realizing how human, um, you know, transgender, gay, whatever, any person can be, you know, if, if, if you have this idea that Muslim or anybody is any different, you'd be really surprised to sit down. You know what I mean? Like, like even Christian people, like I grew up thinking like all these Christian people were like really horrible because of going to church and hearing all these, these fucked up things come out of Christian people. And then you'd be surprised. You'd meet somebody that'll just switch your whole world around. And you think like, God, that's, if there, if you know Jesus Christ was around, that's what he would have been like. He would have kissed the prostitute's feet, right? So, right, right. I, I mean, I don't know what I could say to to help out, but I I would say that um, if we can stick up, if if you hear like these 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 terms, you know, don't be afraid to be like, you know, bro, I don't know. And I know it's tough because you're putting yourself on the spotlight, but if we can just check a person or two, you know. Um, it might change the environment where people feel so comfortable enough that they can become a person like Trump and be in power. You know, if we check it. Okay, that that is also true. I actually have one quick question: Are you are you into sports? Uh, you know what? I suck. <laughs> I uh, I love <laughs> basketball. I love soccer. Um, I thought I was really good at it until I played my wife, and I realized. I should not be anywhere. She's a badass. She is a badass. Yeah. (laughs) I regretted ever telling her that I played basketball because she just dunked on me. She was like, uh, she was mopping the floor with me. I was like, uh, apparently I didn't play. I don't know what I was talking about. So I follow follow FIFA. I love soccer. Um, So I'm following that right now, you know. Okay. Well, you're Mexican, so. Okay. Oh wow! Just <laughs> talked about stereotypes the whole episode, and now we're just you know you're out of control. So, what? My real question was. So okay, so I've seen I've seen a couple of articles uh, regarding like transgender athletes. Right, right. So I've seen like uh, there'll be uh, transgender, and correct me. I, I don't know the, the terminology, but they're yeah. uh, men that identify identify as women. Yeah. But I mean, they're running. They're like doing sports with with girls. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. like, I saw some track some track people doing that, and they are they're killing these other girls, like destroying <laughs> yeah. them, destroying them. Yeah. So my question is is like. What is your thought on that? Because the 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 way that I've seen it, I never see it work the other way. I never see like, oh, yeah. like a, yeah, I never see the other way. Like a, a girl who identifies as a male wanting to be like the running back on the football team or the, right. the star outfielder. It, do you hmm, 
Do you it's think tough, right? people, yeah, it's it's hard because it's like, okay, if that's how you truly feel, yeah, you can't help that you're a, a, a superior athlete, but just from the uh like the physical standpoint the other females. I, I, yeah, I because, know where you're coming from, right? But like Yeah, because men are built I, different than women. But, you know what I'm saying? Physically. Right, right. And you know, and to be fair, when you're transitioning, your your body undergoes so many changes. Like I'll be honest with you, um, since I started transitioning uh, my body, just physically, I've gained muscle that I, I used to work out so much more as a female, and I was I was fatter. Um, and as as I transitioned, my body started burning. Uh, females that you know were born male transition, um, they they start getting weight. You know, they start getting their love handles or whatever it may be, and their their moods start. So their hormones out. affects you. Yeah, yeah, things things start to change. Um, and I I don't think like right, I don't think there's ever like one answer that identifies or that can just you know one sole answer for anything, right? Because yeah. e e even like ethnically, somebody might like taller people might be able to run faster, etc. Right? Yeah. And we can't really tailor sports to certain people. I understand that. Um. I, I, I can't even begin just because I'm trans Whoa. transgender. I don't even think I can even begin to give you an answer for that, right? Because it's like, well, okay, so right is there well, is there an age, like a middle age you have to be before you start the process? You know what? Um, I wish I would have known. There isn't. Um, I oh, think wow. It, okay. It, okay. The, I think uh, there's a key thing to it, um, and, and many people might not agree with me on this, but I've thought if I had a son who – identified as a female, right? And mm -hmm. I knew at the early age, like, damn, I think my, my baby might be a girl, you know? Um, I wouldn't want my baby girl getting to, like, 15 and her back get broad, you know what I'm saying? That jaw, the Adam's apple, and know that that's going to be easier for other people to identify her. And like, something that is it's not, like, it's not set in stone, like, you're not going to be... 12 or 13, all of a sudden, I'm like, you're going to start transitioning. But there is something that pauses um, your puberty to where you are going to, like, psychology, you know, they're, they're yeah. identifying, like, making sure that you're actually stable. This isn't a phase, you know, because I, 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 I can understand that this might be, like, a scary thing for a parent to see. Um, but there is options out there. And I think um, I wish I would have known that. I would have definitely been taller. Once I start transitioning, <laughs> you know, um, I hit that. Yeah, you haven't grown, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit that age, you know, and there's no going back. If I had transitioned when I was 18, I could have grown a little bit more. But there is that pause. And I think it, it's really important for um, for for especially uh, transgender females who are born male um, to not, you know, I think they're easier to identity thing a lot of men and not every man but a lot of transgender men can go under the radar easier you know um so yeah there's there's something that you can do um if, if, if people think their child might be you know i think that it would be fair if if, if not for yourself just think about somebody hurting your kid that's not something you want and if you can help in any way you know don't obviously you're not gonna do anything yourself but go get professional Okay. Well, again, right I on. appreciate you uh, coming through. I definitely would like to have you back on because, hey, just just ha just going through the initial conversations, just got just got things spinning in my head, and I just want to, you know, maybe we can get some questions for people online and maybe get some interaction. I'm sure there's a lot of people like myself who are uneducated and, and do want to want to learn and, and learn some new things and uh, just be enlightened, you know. So definitely, yeah, definitely, I definitely, definitely love to have you back. He's definitely the current administration's like worst nightmare. Like you're a fucking veteran. <laughs> you're a Mexican American immigrant. You're transgender. At one point you were straight up lesbian and all this stuff. Um, but we definitely appreciate you coming out, sharing your story. I've always I loved your story. You could be sounding all dramatic, but you know, we've definitely had a lot of deep conversations and this guy has so much to offer and I really wish that you know, obviously not today, but, you know, we'll definitely have you come back to where it's like you said, just having that conversation and it'll help people understand more and be a lot more compassionate. I'll be honest. The reason why I'm as um, not just that I was I wouldn't say the R word, I wouldn't say the racist word, but I was definitely close minded when it came to Mexicans. 
back where mm-hmm. I was growing up and things like that, the Mexican men around us, they didn't have necessarily the best reputation. And I didn't know any Mexicans personally, just the few random guys that kind of creeped me out. So, mm-hmm. but going and knowing you and not just loving your cooking, but mm-hmm. in terms of you taking me down to Bakersville and just show me, I <laughs> was <laughs> so fucking random. Uh, just show me a good time and introducing me to your family and everything. It opened up my eyes a lot. And I definitely grew a lot just from that aspect, let alone that was like pre-transition and everything. So um, anyway, not to get out a whole long ass story, but I definitely appreciate your friendship and, I appreciate you sharing it with us because I always thought you were amazing. Now I'm glad that everybody else gets a chance to. Thank yeah. you. Uh, look, I, I honestly, you, you, I know you think I'm formal, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity and, um, you know, to, to reach out to people. Rivas, I appreciate you opening and allowing me to bring you into my world, you know, to make it for one. I appreciate you guys allowing me to speak on here. Um, I think there's not enough words to tell you guys how much I appreciate that. And I hope you guys continue to do the good in the world and, you know, change people's mind. Even if it's just one person's mind, to me, I think that that matters because it'll affect the kid, you know, a butterfly effect. So thank you, guys. My thank, thank you. So, Marcus, do you have any closing words? Um, Just, uh, you know, get out there and talk to people because a lot of people just kind of hate and fear what they don't understand and what they don't know. And you'd be surprised how much someone that's not like you could have in common as you like we're we're all just people at the end of the day hey man yeah i agree with you man appreciate you cool being so again definitely checking y'all check i can't talk definitely appreciate y'all listening definitely drop a comment definitely drop a review on apple Podcasts. uh comment on soundcloud and again the world's win in life is important but the world's there <laughs> is vital yeah <laughs> Oh, that's that's <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs>